0: Again, here we are with our episode of Walkthrough. Like I always say, you're going to catch this vibe when you catch this vibe. Okay. Um, So today we have the amazing, beautiful diamond, a.k.a. Watch Us Glow on Instagram. I'm here to share her amazing triumph of being a mother with a daughter who has special needs, but also being a model and empowering her daughter. Um, I wanted to uh, bring Diamond on because, one, her her visuals are so impactful. If anybody follows her on Instagram, you will see that her daughter and her are killing it out here, okay? They are doing photo shoots. They are, you know, making moves. And she's empowering her daughter through fashion. Um, so um thank you diamond for being on the show i appreciate it thanks for having me i really appreciate the opportunity you know um you know being a mom out here and modeling at the same time i know i used to model back in the day before i had ezra and Mm -hmm. to try to model with her i was like "Ah, (laughs) come on kid and she's like the camera but stationary she's good yes yes you know but um Talk about your daughter, um, London, and you know, when did she receive her diagnosis? When did you first hear or learn about her diagnosis? What is her diagnosis?
1: Oh, that's a great question. A lot of people don't know because London's condition is actually very, very rare. Her condition is called craniosynosis, that is when your skull fuses closed prematurely. Mm -hmm. So London's skull has closed a total of three times, two, two times. Uh, the last time London had surgery, it was to put a shunt in place, which is a drain that drains out the extra fluid, which gave her a lot more, two years to be exact, time, the time frame in between her next surgery. Um, we found out, uh, so our story is kind of, is, is actually really interesting. Um, we came home, regular, normal kid, um, uh, and in about, it was at nine days old, we were taking a nap. And I was feeding London a bottle and um London chest was caving in as she was eating. And I kept saying to her dad, like, it's getting worse, it's getting worse. And this time it just like I could see her whole I could see her ribs as she was breathing in. And I said to him, This is this I understand that she might be having a breathing problem, whatever it is, we should take her to the hospital. Um, so we took her to the hospital. Uh dad actually left for work that night, uh And like, I I, it was like 20, 30 minutes after he walked out, they came down like, yeah, we're going to move her to the NICU. And to be a first time mom, you know what the NICU is. You've heard about the NICU, but you don't (laughs) know know what the NICU look like. You don't, you don't know what the NICU is. Um, so they came, and we went upstairs, and they put her in an incubator, and I'm like, what is Freaking going out. on? Like, I'm like, what in the world? Yeah, so I they started put my calling baby in my a box. <laughs> I started calling my friends. telling told me, you can't touch her. You got to put on a mask. You got to put on this, like, this yellow thing. I'm just right. like, why do I, I understand y'all got to put on a bottle. I got to put on right. this Right, she one. came like, out she's of my me. my child. Yes. So it was, it was, it was really confusing, and, um. Uh, when you watch movies and you see things like that, it's normally your child has a disease that Mm -hmm. is contagious or something. So in that moment, in that time, I was really afraid. Um, I called some of my closest friends, and one of them, her name is Kia, she actually came and sat with me that night for as long as she could. Um, And then London was hospitalized for a total of five months. Mm. But in the five-month span, a lot a lot happened um to her like to just imagine your child being there and they're like pulling and prying and you know like mm-hmm. like she just
0: they're, they're touched doing too much all these things right. that you don't
1: understand and now they come in and they're like we're gonna put a tube in her throat and i'm like <laughs> Oh what! And I was there. I freaked out. I freaked out. I lost my, As I mind. Yeah, yeah, I kind of did. I lost my mind, and I um, it it, it had to put me and her dad in a bad place because I couldn't accept that God would do that to me. Mm-hmm. Um, we had an amazing pregnancy. I was so happy, so
0: filled with joy. Your first baby, and yeah. I say happy. Yeah. I mean
1: me and I I just felt like
0: why like why
1: mm-hmm. me why after all you don't put me through now now I thought you was building me into this amazing woman to be this amazing mom mm-hmm. now I'm this amazing mom but now you gave me this broken baby mm-hmm. and that is the way I seen it at the time mm-hmm. you gave me this broken baby right that I now have to be broken and fixed um and that 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 put me through a a lot. I went through a lot. Of, I went through a lot of bad postpartum up until London came home. I think until she was like seven months. Because uh, once she came home, then I had to go through the stages of doing it. By I got yourself. this baby. Yeah. Who is this baby? And right now, I gotta feed. Like the hospital was doing all this stuff. Now I gotta do right. all this stuff. So it just was a lot to to. It was a it was a, it was a lot of changes. Um. Uh, I believe her diagnosis came out at three and a half months when they actually came down and sat down with us and let us know they felt like uh, her genes had been confused Mm -hmm. two of her genes had mixed up and that caused her to have something called craniosynosis. At the time, I'm not sure how rare it is to this day because London's five, but at the time it was one out of one out of five kids wow so it was like extremely rare they didn't have any knowledge like they they were pretty much using my child as, as a, a testament yeah to learn about and the that's conditions. scary
0: too because they don't have any science behind it and you just poking and prodding to figure it out and that's really how it felt yeah and you don't you don't want your child to be nobody's science experiment regardless if it's the benefit of the good why my kid?
1: Even when they come in and ask you questions, when like when you're in the doctor, do you want to do you want to do this trial right. or whatever? Do do we jump
0: on it all the time? No, so, I mean I was asked to do a clinical trial. I'm asked to do a clinical trial next in my process, and, and I believe it. And I'm sitting here like I'm tired. What do you mean you only tested on Japanese people? I'm black, like. And I and I
1: understand that this might help the next person. I mm-hmm. do. I, tr- I I truly do. But they have to understand that it's hard. Like this is
0: this is this isn't easy. It's not easy, and it's her life that you're you're responsible for. She can't weigh in. She can't say, "Well, maybe let's try it." You have to make all those sound-minded, sober-minded decisions for on her your own. On, on your own, own. and yeah. nobody to help you through it. And when you got a, a baby dad who's a little bit manipulative
1: and um, just just. You younger, he's older. We all know that story. It just mm-hmm. didn't work out. But that, but him, him being on a different, I say that, him being on a different mental level, mm-hmm. and having two other children, and me being a first time mom. He knows it all. It didn't, it didn't work because you knew it all. Yeah. How
0: can you talk to somebody who knows it all? Yeah. You got all these kids. Oh, I, I just know nothing because because you, you have all these kids. You all these kids. <laughs> you've, do, you've done it before, so you know. You've been a mom. Yeah. Not even a dad. You've been, You've been a mom. mom. You know what you, this feels like. You know what the you mom know. role is. I don't push through all, right. all this, but you know what you know, I feel. You know. You got that deeper connection. Yeah,
1: because he knows. Because mm-hmm. that's, that's what it was. That's so, how they act. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then I think it it, it took me... Um, so this is something I have not yet shared in my, in my journey at all. Not once. Not with anybody. Um, uh, London's father was a... We, we was in an abusive relationship, um, and uh, I was working at Forever 21 downtown, and I had to go to work, and I wanted to give one of the kids goodbye, but he was arguing, and he didn't want me to give her a kiss goodbye. This led to me going to jail. Wow. For the first time. My 21st birthday, I spent my whole 21st birthday in jail, the whole weekend. My birthday was on a Friday. I did not get out until Monday. Wow. Yeah. And to this day, I told myself that was God. Mm-hmm. That was God.
0: It wasn't oh, that isolation.
1: God said, honey, I got you. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know what you like. You've been working for the 21st birthday your whole damn life. Right. I'm going to take it away. And, and I, I really, it, it was that. It was the fact that I didn't see my child for mm. three days for the first time in my whole life. In her whole life, I didn't see her. Your appreciation grew. I couldn't touch her. I didn't know how her health was doing. I didn't know if she... Her trach was fine. Her G2. What if she hurt herself? It was just so much left for me to think about. And it put everything into perspective. Just being in there and talking to the people I talked to and hearing the stories I heard about girls... A girl was in there for trying to kill herself mm. because she was pregnant, eight months pregnant, and she tried to kill her and the baby mm. to get out of an abusive relationship. It was the stories that I was hearing was meant for me to hear right. in that time.
0: You're uh, you're always placed in the right moment, in the right place, at the right time.
1: When when Listen, when you are God's favorite, because I say I'm God's favorite. Amen to that. When you're God's favorite, he makes sure when you pray, he's listening. And that's mm-hmm. what I pray for. I pray for a way out. I pray for... Just an understand that and God, this is where I'm supposed to be with Him. Let me know that. If I'm not supposed to be here with Him, let me know that. Whatever,
0: wherever I'm supposed to be, and He got to let me know. And you know what? We gotta get more specific with God because you didn't want, you didn't mean to send me to jail, Lord. You meant just show me a show me I another say, avenue. I say just
1: open up another path. I didn't say
0: you put, say put for me, me in a jail. jail. I'm not probably been they there. Be Coughing, God. I didn't want to do that, God. Lord, <laughs> but that taught you how to be specific with your, play, with your prayers. Yes, it because did. Because when you're not specific, God just says, oh, well, random, here you go. You know, we watched last night, we
1: watched Aladdin. And Aladdin, Will Smith Aladdin, because mm-hmm. that's my favorite Aladdin. <laughs> Will Smith Aladdin okay. says to him, you need to be very, very specific with how you ask these questions. Mm-hmm. And I said to London, do you hear what she said? Mm-hmm. Like, that was... That was It's so much deeper, boo. Like, when you pray or when you ask mommy for stuff or when you ask your teacher for stuff or whatever we do, you need to be very, very sure of what you're asking for. Right. Like, before you pray, think about the Mm prayer. Like, think about the prayer. Think about what you you want. Right. I think people just sit down and think, you know what? Thank you, God. God. God, listen here. (laughs) Right. Help me help us. Right.
0: And And it's not that easy. What help? Do You have to... Because if you was to say, if I was to say, Diamond, help me, you'd be like, well, what you need help with? It's so many things. Right. It could be this. It could be a podcast. It could be a modeling, It could be
1: help. How do I know? Right. Because you just said help. So God sent him. And he gave me he gave me what I asked for. Because mm-hmm. I always tell people, be careful what you ask for. He gave me exactly what I asked for. And I sat down. And in, in that moment, and I didn't know that I was going to be a model. I didn't know that we was going to go down this modeling journey. That wasn't, this wasn't set in stone. But in that moment, I knew I wanted more. Mm. I knew that I don't want to be a 20-year-old, 21-year-old out there with a kid. No house, no car. No direction. Just know know what, what am I doing. Just No offense to, I love all my friends. I love all of them. But no offense, none of them, but I, I don't want to do it. I've don't. I seen people sit around and, and do nothing with their life, and I decided I would like to have more. And I'm not saying my older sisters don't got enough, but I have an older sister who has a fashion line who has came at it, I think it's like her second time, and she's she's going really good, but I also watched she's 30, 30. Mm-hmm. I also watched her struggle to get where she is, which helped me now in right. turn know what I don't need to do. Right. To get
0: to where she is. Right. I can just overskip that part of it. And that's the best part of learning from other people's mistakes. And and, and that teaches you right then and there. Yes. Uh, I saw that. That was a bump in the road that you didn't you weren't taught about that bump, exactly. But you're you going mm-hmm. over that bump? Let me know. I could slide around it. I can go over it a different way. I could slow down because it's about to come, and I can pause for a minute, pace and, myself, right, mm-hmm. and get yourself together with mm-hmm. it. So that that's that's amazing, right there. That, that is no that. And I sometimes I think people get mad at me
1: when I say things like that, or they get offended. But when I what I mean is,
0: just thank like you. my
1: downfall, it's like a thank my downfalls can feed the next person your downfalls can feed me everybody you can learn from you go I can learn
0: from you from you doing great too I can Mm -hmm. learn from that but I can learn so much more from your mistakes mistakes. yes yes if people wrote a book on all their mistakes my biggest mistake number one was I trusted that dude okay you know what I mean like there's so many mistakes that you know people are afraid to share Mm -hmm. because they're afraid of that criticism Mm -hmm. but it's that mistake that helps you succeed Mm -hmm. and you mess up a million and one times before you get it right once the mistakes are what helps you get it right that's the character that's the character building those are character building lessons so you got into modeling talk about how how did how did that come about how did the modeling come about um London did
1: her first shoot 2 months after she came home from
0: wow. The hospital. Wow. Wow. Yes, baby queen. If it was
1: even she still had her tubes in. She still had her her first surgery rods in. Uh when she did it, we uh we made it work. We, uh, we, we used headbands to like get around it, mm-hmm. her, the photographer, we, the photographer was supporting me before London even got out the hospital. Wow. So it was like, we had this kind of connection and she just was like, this photo shoot is free. Just come, I'll do it for her. I just want to do it for her. And it was like, it was so amazing. It was, it was, it was I don't even know where they, I don't know how a photographer started following me because I wasn't taking pictures. I wasn't doing anything. You know what? It was my friend, um. My high school best friend, her name was Shaw. She used to shoot with her a lot with her mm. son. She had a son, and they did a lot of shoots together. Or or her, everything they did every shoot together. So I followed her from that, and mm. she followed me from my story, and then we just that's dope. We built up this little. My name was Miss Doc, but it was a little Bond. And, um, I don't know. She did her first shoot, and I think I had too much fun. Right. And I was like, we gotta do this again. Like, <laughs> we keep it going. More. Keep it going. Yeah. And um it died down. it, it definitely it died down. Because modeling comes in waves. It died down. We uh we did that one shoot and it was just like it was an excitement. Mm-hmm. And then um my best, 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 best friend, Amber. My mm-hmm. best friend, Amber. Last <laughs> <Let laughs> it out loud, Amber.
0: Amber, Amber. Amber, Amber.
1: Hey, girl. <laughs> hey, Amber, girl. <laughs> Amber bought her boyfriend. She's such a phenomenal woman. She bought her boyfriend a camera, which started his photography career. Wow. Walk Photos 21 is now so known and making so much money. I am so proud of him. Um, they know they're no longer together. They were engaged, they're no longer together. Um, but that that like I tell her all the time, you never know what you did with him sparked something in me, it just sparked something in you. Ripple like effect. this is you never know. Don't ever be mad about nothing you did. Right. Always be proud of everything you did. I don't care if he don't thank you for the rest of his life. Right. You should know that you, you, girl, that first camera, you did that. That battery. I don't care if he lost that camera. Mm-hmm. Without you buying that camera, like you said, that battery in his back would have never been there. Mm-hmm. He would have never known he had that talent until you gave him that talent. Mm-hmm. So you should be proud of that. Right. So he, I was his first model. I Because I wanted the model. And when I felt like he had a camera, you know, his best friend, she would tell me stuff. She was telling me she bored. And I'm like, oh my God, God I'm going to be his first model. I can't wait. And then she was his first model. And I was like, Oh, okay. oh, you was a girlfriend. It's cool. it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Can I do it next? And then uh, I think it was her twenty third birthday. We had stayed out all night. We had a good night. And then that morning we got up and we did a fog shoot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I scraped my hand. Wow. I fell in the rocks. It was so cold. I fell. I had on shorts and a sweater. I fell in the water. It was, but it was the, it was the rush, just the, and he like, what are you doing? I'm like, no, I'm going to go over here. I got to get all y'all out there in the war so you can get all this. And he like, oh, okay, don't hurt yourself. And I'm just like, whatever. And that has been me since that day. Mm. Just, I I feel like any photographer you would ask about that has shot with me or London, they would tell you that I'm like super daredevilish. Like, I'm always pushing her to new heights. I'm always, Mm. like, the modeling has become our life. Mm. It's our life. Right now, London is sad because she can't participate in modeling. Oh. I'm so happy we have practice today with many models so she can sit there and watch me practice. Right. Because I know that's going to hurt. This is the discipline for her. Mm. This is where it hurts the most. Mm-hmm. Definitely when I'm doing it and she's not because I we've always done it together. Right. So she doesn't know. like like She knows how to do it on her own but when mom is doing something it's like Mom, why am I not doing it right. too? So that hurts her. Mm. That that's that's my my key point of discipline right now. Taking things in, as well as her modeling,
0: because mm-hmm. um, that's not something that um, is given. And so we have to give our kids something to look forward to. And when they're not doing what they need to be doing, it's letting you know. Look, this is I don't have to have you do this. This they, is just fun for you.
1: Do you put mommy in a jam when you got daddy saying, well, the mom was making her bad. The was making her mouth bad. Oh, she talks just like you. So now I have to apply myself. Mm-hmm. So is, I just put a post earlier today on my personal page. This discipline situation has been hard. Is I'm so sad. Right. <laughs> when you said something, I looked at him because I literally had a whole break. That's why I was late. I had a whole breakdown this morning. I, I just couldn't do it.
0: Like I couldn't. It's disciplining you out of your kid, and the hardest thing to do is discipline the you out of a kid that is you. And you love that part of the the, kid. And (laughs) you're like, this is the best part. It's me. But I'm thirty-something years old. You're twenty-something years old. Boo, back back. You're five. You're five. Let's just jump back five years. Right. Okay. You're five. You're five. So it's really it's really hard because you're like. I find myself laughing because I see I'm like that is, if that that ain't me, Jesus. And I laugh. But then I have to to really sit back process. And, and process and like that's not nice. You don't need to do that. Don't say it that way. You know, I understand you're the only kid and you don't want to share, blah, 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 blah. They did X, Y, and Z. And I get that. Yeah. But we also have to teach them these new skills to understand like no, I, I, we don't went through the bumps and the, the the mistakes. We're trying to teach them exactly, exactly how not to exactly. go through the same hardships we did with our mouths exactly and our attitudes exactly because you don't want our kids. We don't want our kids to grow up to be that angry black girl per se. Talk to them. But what we do want them to be are those outspoken, articulate, young black girls who are forward-thinking and leaders. And so oftentimes, Ezra, my, my daughter can be bossy, mm-hmm. and that's good. It is. I would. Lo- I love the leadership skills, but mm-hmm. we don't need a dictator. <laughs> <laughs> it's a thin line. <laughs> it's a thin line between leadership and dictatorship. Gotcha. And so I get it, being able to say, listen, you going to watch mommy work because you got to earn this again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and it's not like we want to be beating our kids. You know what I mean? Like You don't want
1: to put them in a well, The corner is our favorite. But you, you, you don't want to hit them. Right. Because you, you don't want. When you were raised a certain way, it's certain
0: things you're not going to bring mm-hmm. into
1: your household.
0: Right. And I wasn't raised getting beat all crazy. So, and I was. you know. And, and for me, I'm not going to do it. And you were, and so and I you still want, don't want to do it. You still it. don't want <laughs> do to do it. You know, and I think that's applaudable because that just shows that one, you're breaking generation. Mm-hmm. You're breaking breaking a generational habit. Yes. And by doing that, you, we're also learning that there's a new way of thinking and a new way of discipline that our parents probably beat the kids, spoiled, spare the rod, spoil the child. Listen, we ain't gotta do that. We can just take stuff away, and they, they, little, Hearts are devastating. And if you started...
1: At, so, people say to me, why you got her... I, I remember when I first started this, oh, I got so many questions. Why you got her hair? Why is she doing this? Why are you doing body paint? She shouldn't be doing that. And I would tell people, she four, she three. She don't know no better. Mm-hmm. She don't know body painting can be used in a bad way. At right. This age. She does
0: not know that.
1: All she knows is her, and her mom is sitting in this damn park and getting
0: their body painted, and we're having a time of our like, lives. And we look like tigers. rah That's all she understands. And that's fun. That is fun. That's their imagination. I look can't like a tiger. I can
1: a kid Mm-mm. out of that.
0: So if, if I'm going to bring her
1: into, and also you look at it like this. My daughter, I know. I know in my heart. If I died, and under was 12, and under was still say, say she she just, she took off in the model, and me dying actually made her go off, and people just started knowing who she was. I know in my heart, my daughter wouldn't do nothing to put herself in harm's way. Because mm. if I had her until she was 12, I installed in her since she was three. Right. How to be a model, how are you supposed to wear all black to a casting, how are you supposed to, how, what, what kind of things you go to. Mm-hmm. She would know, I have a little, someone I call my little sister, uh, one of Benny's models who's been in this since she was young and I, mean, she, I think she said she, started when she was like 10 and I'm like yeah see I started on at 4 she gonna be a monster like right. by the time she get to me right, anybody tell her nothing like you see how you are so groomed and so to me so perfect can't nobody steer you in the wrong direction right because your mom took the time to install certain things into you that's it that's all that's, that's, that's all
0: that I'm trying to that's do that's our job day. That's, that's our job. It's pass down as much knowledge as we can to our babies and let them know how amazing they are, how amazing they can be, and how loved they are. And the, the, I do wanna say this. The
1: yes, yes, we started modeling because the door opened because Walk opened up that door because he was actually like I said, I was his first model, so he was actually putting me on to different opportunities. So that that, that built it up that that like it started some that's why I say Diamonds leading the way. Diamonds paving the way. Because it did. It started something within me that they said, you know what? Modeling has gave me this confidence. Tanera teaching me about my big sister, teaching me about fashion, and me about how to be a girl gave me that I used to be a tomboy. When I say tomboy, I mean tomboy. And now I wear heels and do my eyebrows and wear jewelry and stuff that I never did before. My friends don't even know how to shop for me at this point. Because they be like, what do you like? Do you want a basketball right. <laughs> or do you want like they don't even know anymore i've changed so much over the years we would go into stores and little kids would do like the way they embraced her today it took a while to get there mm-hmm. because she changed who she was because she now has a presence that you just say hi to right you don't turn her down because honey she walked up like Hey, I'm here and what's up? How y'all doing today? That's, she has that, that but that came over time. Before right. when girls were staring at her, she would just feel bad or just wonder. Like wonder, what? why are they staring at me? And for some time, I had to learn, you know, don't do this no more. Um, I would get angry. Right. I would get angry. I would definitely at adults. Oh. And if a, if a child was with an adult and a child would say something like, ew, what's wrong with her face? Mm-hmm. And their mom, I look right at the mom like, You gonna correct you that? Gonna, you gonna take that or you gonna let her do that to my, and my little baby? And I'm
0: gonna let you know, I showed Ezra her pictures because I didn't want Ezra to be that kid. Wow. And I said, Ezra, remember, God makes everybody different. God makes everybody special. And she's just like any other kid. And she's five and she wants to play. Oh. Period. And Ezra was like, "Well, she looks cute to me." I got it. Whatever, you know, I and girl. so, but it's parents all about parents. But me. you know, the thing about it is, like, I worked with a lot of kids with special needs before I had Ezra. I had bipolar kids. I had kids with ADHD. I had a baby. Uh, oh, my baby. He was. I had him for a year, and he was born with a diagnosis. Um, where he was mentally delayed so okay. he was three physically mentally six months
1: Wow
0: and oh uh, and and so you know teaching him how to walk was like my biggest accomplishment with his his treatment and you know so for me working with so many different kids with so many mental health and physical diagnoses that it taught me a new level of patience gotcha. and a new level of understanding so when I have Ezra it's like, I want her to be compassionate to those types of children because I want you to know, one, they want to play. They do. And they want to play with you, too. They may look a little different, may walk a little slower, may talk a little slower, but they just like you. Mm-hmm. They're a kid, and they're human.
1: And in the inside, they heartbeat, the, it, like it feels the same The
0: same way you feel bad when somebody make you feel belittled. Mm-hmm. They feel the same and I, and way. And that's the words that I use with Ezra. Would you want someone to be mean to you? And she's like, no. I said, well, then you know what to do. Be nice. Period. And so that's why when Ezra was like, I seen you, you know. Yeah, that's she, why I'm like, I'm going to get her you know, she's seen you. She <laughs> just, I, I, I made sure because I didn't want London to come in feeling like no, yeah, any yeah. kind of way. But I also wanted Ezra to have that preparation to know you may see somebody who looks different from you a little bit, but they're just like you. They, yes. they want to play. Yes. And you better play with them because you always looking for a friend. Okay. You know? Because I said you are. Right. <laughs> I said you are, so you are. Right. I
1: took Bun to work with me uh, one day. Inter- I was interviewing for a new house. And I, I took her with me. Uh, And the client got really excited. Like, really. I didn't know she loved kids as much. Mm-hmm. I, I just brought one London- the because she was, I I think I really didn't have a babysitter. I had to bring her with me. Right. It was stuck. So I had to take her. Um, and uh, she loved kids. So she, like, kind of freaked out and got really excited. Which I was, the staff was like, oh, my God. And I'm like, no, 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 no. First of all, no, no, no. We're going to come Don't do rain. that. Because mm-hmm. one day I was scaring my daughter. Mm-hmm. I don't want her to be scared. I want her to know that she's just different. Mm-hmm. That's it. And that's Ain't nothing wrong with Nikita, but Nikita different than a Nikita drool girl. If you don't get Nikita a hug, that's it. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing. When you got a kid, or when you, like you said, when you work in that field, you just wanna start to teach people.
0: Mm-hmm. That's all. Even if it start with just your kid, right? You just start to wanna teach people because like, then they can turn and be an advocate. And so then they can teach the next kid and the next kid and that kid can, it's a ripple.
1: It's in the p- people in general, like people, that's why I just get on my Instagram and I post sometimes. And I'm sure people don't want to hear what I got to say all the time, but knowledge, like I, I was, I didn't know this until like six months ago, how important knowledge is, like how important knowing things is sitting down and reading and learning and how important that is and it's not i hate that our community is not taught these things Mm -hmm. like in our homes when we are raised the things that we are raised on honestly at this point in my life ain't couldn't affect couldn't 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 make my life better or worse in Mm -hmm. no way shape or form I don't think that I was raised and got any kind of knowledge that could do anything for me besides got me at another job like at the airport or freaking the pen. I don't even know pen dot somewhere like that, that. That's the highest level jobs we're
0: raised to believe are out there. And you know, I think it's also. I'm gonna say this, and then I want to have a another question, but um. Mm-hmm. You know, I think at some point, you know, we're we're that generation of people who are the first testers of technology. Yes. And we remember life without it and with it. Mm-hmm. And with that being said, because there's technology, the opportunities are so much bigger. Yes. And you can see them. Mm-hmm. You can see someone who may be building an airplane or see someone who is starting that business or see someone who is sparked an interest in creating art, music, whatever. Which then sparks an interest in you. Which, right, where growing up, you know, we're not that far removed from civil rights, not that far removed from slavery. You know, my great grandfather was born 1914, okay. 1917. He died when I was a junior, senior in high school. And so I knew him. He was a coal miner. Wow. Back where my dad's family's from, the steel mill is the biggest thing. And that's the goal, is get a job. Graduate the the, the steel mill. Right, right. You know. And that's not the no fault of nobody else's. My dad moved out and got a different job, but you know, we come from a group of families who work at a job, stay at a job, retire at a job. Retirement. Mm-hmm. Retirement is, is the, the goal. Only goal. Mm-hmm. And so it's like when you now are in a generation where it doesn't matter that I stayed at that job two years and I went to that <laughs> job two years and left that it don't matter. We you like know? that's
1: good that's good. Right. Girl, I'm so
0: happy your resume must look good. Right, <laughs> right. Because that's yeah. that builds experience. Yes.
1: And that's what it's about now. now right, and, and, right, right.
0: So, being this amazing mom, you you know to sum everything up, you started out with normal, hmm. shocked over your lifetime. Oh yeah. Five months in the hospital. Five long, <laughs> dreadful. Months. Escaped uh, abuse through jail. <laughs> Got your daughter's confidence on a million through modeling and opportunities. Way too high. But we got to build the baby up because society going to tear her down. So we got to do that. Yes, ma'am. So what would you say to the next mom? If
1: this podcast was being listened to by mom right now, this is day one or day two in the hospital and you don't know where your journey is leading you, breathe. Remain as calm as you possibly can and surround yourself with people that will lead you back to the light on your darkest of days. Mm. And that—that that is like, I have surrounded myself with a, a community of people to this right now to this day that if I broke down I can get I swear to you it's happened I get picked up from so many different directions so I think not even just a mom in a hospital just anybody listening in general surround yourself with people that are that that, had, that has the same goal and the same dream you have and just focus on yourself just thrive live learn and survive that that's that's really what it is you live you learn and you survive and you just make sure you learn
0: amen you know glory to god that you're able to come thank you for traveling all the way over here to come do walk through with us you know i'll be back you know uh, yes because we going to need updates on miss london what do we got next where can we see you and miss london at uh next when she's all punishment
1: so i have some hush hushes Okay, we got hush hushes. I got hush hushes. All right. Alright, so I'm actually in the process of working on my first fashion show. Ooh. It's gonna be mommy and me. Um, it does not um it does not have a gender meaning like mommy and me. It could be daddy and me. Mm-hmm. Mommy and me, it doesn't really matter. Um it I'm aiming for Harrisburg. So you guys will be learning a lot more about who we are. Um uh for the fashion show I'm trying to debut London's clothing line yes um, with the
0: baby coat line yeah come on queen
1: so yeah that's that's what we got we working um i i kind of took a little break on um doing shows and shoots come natural but doing shows only because um Revenue Right Revenue has become I'm just gonna be honest revenue. with you I shows. was gonna try to find something smoothy, no, 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 revenue, no Revenue No shows
0: don't make much No, no They're they, not they, paying they, me No Not, not at all not, I know girl I, I know But they do pay you
1: honey I don't got to get home I, to I Gas money I do need to get home I got home and now I need some more money and, Right
0: God <laughs> didn't put the bill That didn't put these bills It didn't do nothing It just In my pocket That's all it did <laughs> That's it No what's the sound effect What's the sound effect It's going before I knew That was it but uh, I thank you again for coming on uh, Walkthrough. Again, um, and listeners, you will catch this vibe when you catch this vibe. Um, we thank you for listening. Share, tell a friend, subscribe to the uh, channel. We're on all, you know, Spotify, Apple, Anchor, wherever you want to listen to a podcast, we're more than likely on there. So um, check us out, share it with your friends and empower somebody else. Thank you, and uh, be blessed, and have an amazing day. Boom. It's a rat. Look, he knows. Look, so he knows. (laughs) It's a rat. (laughs)